Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Seattle Restaurant Podcast. David Van Storm is joining me today. How are we doing, David? I'm doing great, Sid. Awesome, awesome. You're having a good Halloween so far? I know you did a, the, you had the trick-or-treating thing recently. Yeah, yeah. The neighborhoods up in the mountains, North Bend, Snoqualmie, and Snoqualmie Ridge all did their trick-or-treating thing this Saturday, and it, lots of fun kids. Dude, as, as a Halloween fan, like, I'm... 100% pro more Halloween events. Events, So, like, it's been really fun because, like, yeah, there should be stuff on, like, because Halloween's on Tuesday this year. So, yeah, like, I feel like it already happened. No, it's, it's like, the headliner's still coming on totally, tomorrow. Dude. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, you know, for, for anyone that's been to my house, you know, I'm, I'm like, this year, um, the last, like, five or six years, I've never lived in a place where I can go, like, ham. Like, I've lived in apartments and, like, kind of, like, duplexes. So, like, if you live in Ballard and you're listening to this before Halloween, you should come by. Just message me. I'll send you on my cross streets. Um, Who's the lady <laughs> on the porch, man? Yeah, you're... you're- your shit looks amazing, man. There's a- decorations everywhere. But then I walked in the yard, and there's like some, it's like the lady from the Grudge or something. Okay, so um, I uh, I had a half baked idea to do, and I think you should leave themed Halloween party. And um, I don't know why. Like I, I came up with this like four months ago, and I was like, oh, let's just push it. And and then like as it approached, I go, I didn't really do anything to make it. I think you should leave. But uh, Heather <laughs> Garcia, who does all my events, um, she uh, if you've seen the show, there's a thing where Kim Kardashian Kim Kardashian's head falls off at a nightclub, um, and so that's what that is. That's Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's Kim. Yeah, oh, and her nice. head falls off. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you don't. Um, let's go ahead and introduce these guests. Uh, I'm just gonna say the first names, and then you guys have to fill in your last names for both of you guys because. I, I'm so scared of fucking it up. On my right, Stefano from Theo's Euro. Stefano, how are we doing today? I'm good, man. Happy <laughs> What's your last <laughs> Happy Monday, brother? What's your last name? Kazakos. Uh, Kazakos. Oh, that's yeah. not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, on my left here from Barcada and Edmonds, Brian. How are we doing today, brother? What's up? What's up? It's Brian Matiog. See, that's in the house. <laughs> I was so you know I would I still would have fucked it up. Uh, Brian, I gotta I gotta I wanna share this real funny story. So. Me and you have never actually met each other. Um, you and Dave have, and you just we just found that out. But it, on September 27th, 2019, I think I got your number from Ono, maybe? Are you friends with Steve oh, Ono? Oh, yeah, Steve yeah. Ono. So like, I was trying to find chefs for this event I was doing. And to, September 27th, 2019, at 4.02 p.m., this is Sid from the Wu-Tang pop-up. Here's a ton of info. It's uh, early April at Marion Bilton Ballard. This is one that got canceled. And it's like, eight chefs, one mixologist, 36 courses of food. Um, anyway, and like it was like still noodling on budget, um, blah, blah, blah. It's just funny. Like You're one of the chefs I invited first um, uh, in 2019. And then wow. it didn't happen until, what, 2023 or 22. Anyway, um, and then we found out you guys, you and Dave, actually worked together because you have quite the pedigree. And mostly was that Tom Douglas. Where did you guys work together? It must have been Dahlia. Dahlia Dahlia. Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah, dude. Maybe longer. (laughs) Lots lots happened since then. (laughs) (laughs) How long do you guys think you worked together? I don't know. A couple years. I kind of bounced around the company, though. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, I did my first, like, year and a half at Dahlia, I think. And then I went down to what they call the corner, which is the north end of Pike Place Market, where Seatown and uh, Edda's. Edda's, yeah. Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Love Adrian. Nate and all them. Hell yeah. Did you, did you guys ever beef back then? Never. <laughs> we ate some beef. Probably. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we did eat beef. Did I ever tell you my Tom Douglas story? No. Um, so when I moved here about 15 years ago, um, I was working, I was, right before I left, I was staging at a place called Sona in LA, and the chef was David Myers, who's been on like Food Network and stuff, and I was like, hey, I moved to Seattle, like, 
give me some recommendations where to work. And uh, he gave me some places, and I think he hooked me up with a stage at Dahlia Lounge. And um, I had had, like, Tom's cookbooks and stuff like that, and like, I knew who he was. And, and I remember, like, um, doing my first stage there, and um, he walks in and heads straight for me. He's like, hey, I'm Tom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, Seattle's so cool. Like, just the chefs come in from nowhere. Um, and uh, and then, like, five minutes later, a cook comes up to me. He's like, I've been working here two years. I've never met him. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so yeah. Uh, let's just jump right into. It. And then Stefano, you come from a long uh, line of restaurant owner, or you know, from a long lineage of restaurant ownership. Um, what's what's your story? How did the food truck come about? Uh, the food truck came about just from inspiration from family restaurants, family recipes, and yeah. I mean, we've been around this area for a while now. Uh, but, fam- but yeah, your your what restaurant uh, did your family own? Uh, my my grandmother started Georgia's Greek Deli right here in Greenwood. Yeah, what and, what year uh, was that? Uh, that was back in whew, like ninety two. Ninety two, Jesus! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. and before that, they, my grandmother and grandfather also owned Brothers Cafe. Okay. downtown Seattle, they had a one and a two. Okay, so cool. They started with one on Pike. And then the other one moved up to kind of uh, Pine or Pine Street, like uh, uh, Madison, okay. up there, kind of on Capitol Hill. That cool. was where the second one was. So for almost nice. thirty years, your your grandmother, then your dad, and then you owned the restaurant, yeah. and and then you were like, you know what, I don't want to do restaurants anymore, and you switched to food trucks. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. And I, what I, like I wanted to start some of my of my own. So then I yeah. was like, you know, how am I going to do it? The most cost efficient yeah. way, and you know, food truck. And you, yeah. you had some food truck experience for that, or no? I had a little bit. Yeah. I worked with Lee on um, <laughs> Snout Company. Yeah, yeah, Snout Co. Yeah, Lee hates yeah. me. I think I met you there. Maybe that's where we met. Yeah, man. oh, crazy, like, yeah, yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. I Lee used to call me sometimes, and I'd be like, "Yo, man, you, want, I, I need some help. Can, can you do it?" And yeah, like, yeah. Sure, he man. Really busy. It's back the only then, truck too, with air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Fuck yeah." Yeah, cool. he was busy back then. <laughs> awesome, and busy. and now you and how long has uh, Theo's been around? Uh, we're five years. Now, five years thankfully. in, cool. Yeah, and 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 rolling, I'm know? very lucky because nice. you're part of the like the Fremont crew, and and we get to work together almost, you know, at least two or three times a week, and and oh, yeah. all summer we got to kick it, and and you taught me about some fun stuff like how to uh, save some money with a battery. We're gonna jump into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, Barcada, uh, what kind of food do you guys do? We do a Filipino Hawaiian mixed plates. It's like a collaboration between, you know, Hawaiian cultures and Filipino cultures. So my uh, my family came to America via Hawaii. Okay. So um, you know, they were just a group of Filipinos trying to cook their food in Hawaii. Right. And uh, what you end up with is this organic type of, uh, you know, I hate calling it a fusion. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of Filipino food is almost like the most organic like first fusion ever invented why do, why do you say that because being through the islands and through the lineage of the history of it yeah. you know um we embraced other people's cultures that came and visited those islands same thing with hawaii i mean check that out you know yeah. there's, there's a whole japanese influence there can, can you give me an like, example of like how filipino food like can you give me an example of like uh, another culture that's influenced filipino food oh, like S- spanish influence is a huge one in the philippines especially where my mom's from the like uh um ilocos norte which is like the northern 
uh, northwest of the Philippines. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's their houses there are like Spanish style houses. We have menudo, we have longanisa, sausage yeah. making, yeah. we have empanadas. Um, uh, so that culture is really, that's fucking awesome. Really close. Cool. Yeah, I just went to an amazing dinner at Musang with our brothers and company, kind of yeah. really showcased the whole uh, Filipino, Spanish, and yeah, uh, oh, beautiful. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Masa and all that. Cool. Um, so, so you worked for Tommy D for how long? For about a decade. A decade, cool. Yeah. And and you know you would you would sometimes what in, inject some of your heritage in some of the dishes. Is that fair to say? Yes, yes, like, absolutely. Like, can you give me some examples of that? Uh, we did a seasick burrito down at um, uh, down at Cantina Lania. <laughs> yeah, and it was rad. We had How? like you know the ears in there yeah. and everything, oh, like big ears. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like crunchy, crispy, <sighs> lots of different textures. How how did people take that? Where, was was it a battle to get something like that on the menu, or were people like really open and they're like, "That sounds fucking delicious." I think they were crazy about it. Yeah, yeah they yeah, loved yeah. it. Um, you know, I think that was at the height of where the Filipino cuisine was just getting on the map. Yeah. And so it was, people were getting excited. Filipinos would come in because they were excited to see um, us showcasing some of their cuisine. Uh, so it was it was an amazing time. And, yeah. so, and so we just kept going. A, yeah, yeah. You know, we kept going with that idea. And um, Did that give you kind of confidence to be like, okay, like people want this. I can do my own thing? Yeah. Well, okay. I had this. I had where the, was I, like I had the skill set. Cantina Lena. It was right next to Palace Kitchen across the street on, uh, okay, yeah, under in the Martin building next to Cinerama. Oh, yeah, it's right on the corner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was right on the corner. Uh-huh. Do you, was Brian involved with that? Brian Walchek was the opening chef there. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually, I remember it now. yeah, eventually I took the reins from him. And then okay. I was a chef there for a couple of years before we moved into Edmonds. But yeah, um, Walchek, man, what a guy. Yeah. yeah he, uh, <laughs> I learned so much from that guy. Amongst other people in that company, but he's one of my were... favorites for sure. Oh yeah, and yeah, I think you and I were really lucky because we got this pool of chefs that were all just super talented. Yeah, Tom's generals, you know. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. And then, um, so let's uh, let's talk about jumping into Barcada real quick. Um, how long ago did you open? Seven years. Seven now. years ago. So yeah. we made it through the quarantine, everything. Um, what was it like to jump from, you know, being one of the top guys at Tommy D to? To doing your own thing, like, did you feel like you had all the knowledge, or were you still kind of scared shitless? Well, um, big like when I started opening it, I thought I knew everything. Yeah. And I worked front, <laughs> back, um, like, I've done everything. it all, and um, you know, I was like ready to make the next jump. And then once I did, man, you go head first, and um, it was crazy how much <laughs> more I learned after I opened. Yeah, um, and I uh, had to learn things for myself, and um, I grew so much those first, I'd say, three years because yeah. we went. Right, I mean, we opened, and then it was COVID. So right. it was like uh, Stefano, do you um, feel the same way where like you grew up in the restaurant industry and when you took the reins, do you feel like no shit, I wasn't ready? Or were you just like, nah, this is easy, let's go? I was like halfway. Yeah. yeah. But still I'm learning every yeah. single still day. Learning. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a big learning curve for right sure. On. Cool. That's, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep on going. No, yeah. Uh fuck. So yeah, we went right into COVID after that first year. <laughs> the fr- um, okay, open one year, then COVID. Is open, that what it was? Oh, it was like open like two, one or two, yeah, yeah nine months something yeah, like yeah. that right and then COVID hits and it's like okay that whole concept goes out the window and we right. have to adapt if we want this business to survive because what was the concept so, before that I don't like fully plated you know yeah. uh, small place reservations um, a little more high end little or like kind of like casual high end casual yeah, high yeah, yeah. end you know as casual as you can get in Seattle yeah yeah like, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> they is they got loud flannels yeah yeah and then we adapted to mixed plates and the mixed plate concept was just you know like 
we had to do all this to go biz yeah and being next to the waterfront down there too and then it just fit with covid to being on a to-go program and right. we we've kept it since then um we just kept going because it it made sense it works for, it's financially probably better for you than, yeah than if someone just camping at a table for 45 minutes oh yeah <laughs> you're like get your food get the fuck out and <laughs> 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 that's awesome do you still kind of now that you kind of um change to more like quick serve and you know uh plates do you ever get guest scratch to do fine dining do you do pop-ups or anything like that yeah we do pop-ups every now and then and it kind of gets the the itch scratched yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we're just back to our and you're like thing. oh it's my god our style i think now it's, yeah. it's fun to use tweezers but god damn it that costs a lot of money to put on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, let's see. And then um, Stefano, I want to I want to talk about this battery thing. So, oh, yeah. so you, me, actually, the three of us have been doing street food for together almost over thirty years. Um, and I feel like with street food, they're you know some of the early guys, you know they they kind of set the blueprint. They're like, cool, this is how you do it. And for the longest time generators were just part of that equation like right they were paying the ass um they're loud they um you got to change the oil in it if you don't change the oil you're fucked um and kind of what happened to me was i i you know during the slower times at the markets and stuff i'll just come dick around your truck and and just admire how fucking clean it is i have no idea how you do it but if, if you ever get a chance just walk on theos they just walk on the truck because because um it is truly the cleanest food truck i ever seen in my life but i was like hey what is this giant thing you had and you just had gotten your new jewel battery and um you kind of told me about it and we'll jump into a second and i've talked about it on the podcast before but um i think my generators took a shit and i had already started talking to jewel about possibly building me a battery and my generator took a shit and for me, because I'm a one-man operation, mm. I don't have the ability to be like, oh, like call up Joe and be like, hey, bring me another generator. Like I have one generator, you know, I don't have another employee. And I think you actually saved my ass that day, and you ran home and got me another generator. But like, um, and thank you for that. But um, yeah, no uh, uh, and 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 thank you for being like the old school food truck, like everyone help everyone uh, well, mentality. I still, I, I still want to keep that spirit alive. Yeah, for Hopefully, sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, Some people can be dicks, but you're awesome. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I remember like the like like while I'm like starting this generator i'm like emailing jewel like fucking start me the battery i need it like i'm done with generators and it ended up being the best one of the best decisions i've ever made because it's quiet now that i work when i work next to someone using like the three sister generators i'm like oh so disgusting oh, right. um right. it's just so loud <laughs> and, you're, uh, you're that guy now yeah i'm like the guy that quit smoking <laughs> smells <cigarettes>. like gasoline <laughs> I, i'm the dude that quit smoking cigarettes and now when i yeah, walk by i'm like Ugh. totally you're so disgusting <laughs> yeah i know but um but yeah so you were one of the first people and you're actually kind of like i saw they were doing some ads with you and stuff like that and some instagram stuff and i've, I've read some articles you were one of the first people to jump into the battery thing. What um what was the uh the you know the the reason for that and what what got that started? Um, I just, that's always been a dream for me is to even own a truck that was like electric motor plus electric power. Yeah, you know even electric equipment. But why why is that important the, to you? Just for the you know just to save the environment. I'm always about the environment. Right. You know plus the food that we eat in the environment. You know so it has you know a lot to do with like you know, how we produce, yeah, yeah, you know, our food. So, you know, eventually, you know, I'd love to do like a full electric, just kind of, yeah. you know, gig, you know, to show people what, you know, chefs can do, you know, yeah. you know, bring it to a different level, you know, a new level of life, you know. So, what, um, what improvements have happened since you got your jewel case or your jewel, um, battery? Um, it's just, it's just a lot more efficient, saving money, yeah. you know, so much easier to maintain. It's fucking expensive to get started. How, how it's much, expensive, how much was your kit? 
Uh, see, I paid. They have a deal on it now, but I paid fifteen. <laughs> Dumbass. You know, <laughs> you know so fifteen yeah. k. Fifteen so. grand, and so like, if you're a brand new food truck, that's a big chunk of change. It's a big chunk, huge but chunk. It's, mine is well worth it. Mine, sure. I think, was six thousand. I it runs my cart, so we obviously have different needs. You have a hood, yeah. Like, so yeah. what they do is you call them up, you give them everything you have. So yep. for me, I run a hot water heater, a water pump, my um my fridge, my you know my iPad. Uh, the radio, like you just list everything you have and go, cool, here's what you need. Um, so for me, it was six. For you, you have a lot more stuff going on. It was 15. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. And then, so what's what's the process like? So, I mean, you basically you call them up and then you at, give them your, your specs for your power usage. And then they'll give you what they think will, you know, s- support your system. So basically mine was a three battery system with a uh, inverter. Yep. Uh, which does like six to twelve thousand watts, and then they have like a bigger system if you have more wattage that you need, you know, so or smaller. You know? And then, um, so we were saying, you know, fifty grand or six grand is pretty expensive. How does that save you money in the long run? It just saves you money in the long run by you know you don't have to maintain your generator, the gas for your generator, and then the time to take to maintain it. Right, bringing it so, back so and forth. You for know. me, it's it's time. Like, it's a lot. Like, of, not know, to yeah. be arrogant, but like as a one man show, like it's like you know when you do fine dining, your steps matter. You know, like it if does. you watch the bear, they're like, you know, he's counting like one, two, three, because those things matter. And then like as a one man operation, yeah. those things are huge for me to not have to stop what I'm doing to go get gas. To you know to no stop. Doubt. You know, um, I still have that broken generator because there's one fucking place in Washington that fixed generators is in Issaquah. You know, so like Which is, yeah, it's, you know, it's so amazing. so yeah. Anyway, so um, you know, I we're not getting paid by Jewel to say this. I just um, I love supporting companies that I believe in, and Jewel's the the customer service is amazing. Um, the CEO is amazing, um, and they believe in their product. Like they do. Yeah. I, I've talked about the podcast, but for half a second, I the the first matter I got was like wasn't working and i freaked out again i was like i don't want this thing anymore and um ceo talked to me i was like hey we're gonna make it right and they made it right and it was, it was yeah, really dope they, they do try to bend over backwards exactly. for, for their customers are they, for sure. are they i know they're they have the place um in university are they based out of washington or what's they're based i guess in seattle okay but their factories in idaho yeah oh, that's what it was yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but but yeah so anyway so if you're if you're starting so the uh, local 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 guys yeah local yeah, guys yeah nice it. guys yeah. really nice guys yeah, so um, your, your whole kitchen is um, electric as well. Yeah, so basically we're running our system. I mean, we do use propane gas for like okay. our burners and fryer, but just like powering everything. You know? I'll, I'll tell you this much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I that, admire, that's our, that's our next move. Right. You know, I, I right. do <laughs> I do admire what you're doing. Um, Climate Pledge, uh, where I work at, um, sometimes cook out of they um, they're all electric. And man, when you're catering for like 250 people and you're waiting for like a fucking like a pot That's of water the to one boil, about electric. is there yeah. a weird hum in the air? In, like a induction? I, I yeah, think yeah. I, I think I'm probably just used to it, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah, there's I think there is. Um, cool. Hey, Dave, you gotta eat anywhere this week? I ate at the Carlisle room. Oh no <laughs> wow. shit! Yeah. What, yeah. Well, I nice. went to the breed uh, page and I had tickets to go see the breeders. Oh um, yeah. At the Paramount. God, you're old. Yeah. Wednesday. Well, dude, they're old, yeah. so that's why I want to go see them because I don't think they're gonna be doing this too much yeah, longer. Sure. Yeah, it's funny to look up there and be like, "All right, so back in the day, she was in the Pixies, yeah. and then it was the Breeders. Yeah. Like, she, she's a soccer mom. I wonder if, <laughs> like, when she's watching her kids play soccer, if the other people are like, "That's fucking the girl from the br- Pixies." But um, yeah, so we went over there and got some burgers, hung out. 
Yeah. Ran into some old friends. Um, Carlisle room still looks really sexy. Nice. And uh, yeah, the food was great. Um, last week, right after the cast, uh, me and Ono met up um, to talk about a project. And um, we went to Secret Kanji, which is like mm. super high place down in Ballard, kind of by the by the um, by the water. And um, they were doing the Seattle Restaurant Week uh, deal. Oh, okay. And, and so yeah. I got it was like thirty five bucks for like three. A, uh well, well well I mean it was lunch so it's like a cold water oh, okay. lobster tail kanji um there's two kinds um and we each got one of each uh and then um like the fried donuts um and I mean for a lobster dish that's fucking very reasonable and I gotta say uh shot up in my like top uh ten like it's fucking delicious that's uh, good right have you been there. Yeah, no, we used to work with them out of our commissary oh, kitchen. Oh, no yeah. shit. We actually sell our sliced lamb to them. Oh, nice. no kidding. No They're, um, no that's funny. I love that small world. Yeah, that's um, a small world, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I immediately contacted them. They're going to be on the podcast soon. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But, but um, JP's a cool guy. Yeah, I cannot, sure. I cannot stress enough. Have you been to Secret Kanji yet? I was just there last week. No <laughs> shit. Wait, yeah. I, had, I had the lobster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Um, Goji berry shaved ginger. It was delicious. It's it's Super uh good. the kanji alone. They have like I think twelve different kinds, and they all sound like bangers, like pork belly and crab. And, pork belly. You know, oh my gosh. Like uh, I guess they do gyro. Um, I think it's like the lamb, lamb, yeah, con- yeah. lamb kimchi. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So they take your lamb. Yeah. And add, oh, I love that. That is the coolest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, but uh. But the kanji alone, like, has so many layers of flavor, like ginger, right. like, tons of ginger and garlic, and and yeah, so so uh, highly recommend it. Um, stop by Gordito's in Greenwood. You ever you ever go there when you when uh, like one of my favorite places? And forever. I immediately messaged the um, the owner because like they they're famous for burritos that are big as a baby, and yes. and they're actually down now. I know what the story is, um, but they used to have pictures. People used to like take pictures with their babies and a burrito next to them and they used to be like <laughs> hundreds of pictures of them um and it's like a two tortilla burrito and it's i, I remember i got it and like this tip and tax and everything it, was, it still came under 20 bucks and i was like bro you gotta charge more for this thing it's it's like because i ate it for like four days it was like the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh oh so sorry to uh swing back to um secret kanji uh seattle restaurant week is um if you're not familiar is going on from october 22nd to november 4th um and i think it's a great way to try new restaurants um we're going to circle back to it but me and dave um we, we talked about doing a top 25 and we're actually going to kind of change it up and i'll talk about that right after this but seattle restaurant week um actually worked with them a little bit like two or three years ago helping get the word out um it was too busy this year but um you know they're not paying for this but um Really great opportunity to try three course lunches for twenty bucks, uh, like three or four course uh, dinners for like fifty five bucks, mm-hmm. which um, is extremely reasonable. Um, a lot of restaurants give you really crazy deals to be, you know, to get new people to come in there. So um, if you're one of those people that doesn't want to spend two hundred bucks on dinner, uh, this is a great opportunity to do it. Um, so. Last week or a couple weeks ago, there was a we've seen a lot of top twenty five lists, um, and and uh, you know. One of them came out. And I was like, "Man, if if Hamdi's not on here, like, I don't think I could respect this list." And I'm like, "Why don't we just come how, up? With, how reputable is it?" Yeah, I'm like, "Let's let's just come up with our own top twenty five list with hookers and cocaine." And um, and uh, and, uh, and then we, me and Dave talked, and we're like, "Okay, what happened was I posted. I was like, hey, we're gonna come up with our top twenty five list. We're gonna air it on Christmas." And um, and then I was like, and then I started getting messages I'm like, "Have you been here, 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 here?" And I go, "You know what? I eat a lot." But I'm one of those Ballard people that like sticks in Ballard, and I don't really go out too often. Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't think it's fair to come up with a top 25 list purely because like 
you know, it just it just doesn't seem fair. I don't have the resources. Well, we have too many friends and loved it, ones. That's the other thing. In we the like industry too, and so yeah. it really Our, being yeah, friends with people is going to skew it. So what we're going to do instead, and we need your help, listeners, is we're going to come up with about twenty or twenty five. Um, Kind of like best of list. We're gonna say best food truck, best Chinese, best blah blah blah. Like, and just kind of come up with twenty different things. Maybe friendliest service. Maybe do some fun ones. And then I just think it's kind of a fair way to do it, and so spark more conversation. So I will probably come up with a list. Me and Dave will work on some stuff this week, and we'll have something by next week. And we'll we'll have you send in suggestions, and we'll just whittle it down. And then I think the week before Christmas, we'll record two episodes, and the second one will be a recap of our. Best of list. And then a little fun thing we want to do. If if you are listening to this and if um, you have any money or if you own a business that might want to sponsor this, um, we're, we want to go hand out plaques to everyone that, like, makes it on the list. So, like, if you want to throw a couple bucks in and help us make some, like, plaques that we can hand out to these restaurants, uh, shoot us a line. And we'll put your logo really big on it. Um, you noticed uh, I got a piercing. Yeah, so it got I, his nose pierced. I got I got my first piercing. <laughs> it's um, cute. Like if it. if you ever been to <laughs> a really great bar in Fremont called Bar House, you ever been to you ever been kicked out of Bar House before, Dave? Uh, not that I recall. <laughs> <Bar House>. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a there was a wonderful. It's bo- owned by Ben, um, who who's a really popular guy in the industry, and and. Um, uh, this guy Freiberger, um, he was a bartender for, there for years. Um, we actually, I used to play poker there. I don't think I'm supposed to say that, but they used to have the underground poker game there, <laughs> and that's how I met Freiberger. Um, and he's a wonderful human being, uh, one of the friendliest people I've ever met. And he's actually sober too. He's a bartender that was sober. Beautiful family. Um, and we just were friends on Instagram. And he left to start his own. Uh, with his wife Angie to start a company called Bury Me in Gold, which is in South Lake Union, um, and it's basically like a, a piercing shop, and it's fucking beautiful. Bury Me in Gold. Um, I'll, I'll post about it on 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 our Instagram, but um, popped in there just to check it out. Had no plans on getting a piercing; just wanted to support any way I could, and and the service <laughs> was like so awesome. And they had a uh, this guy Manny who was a famous piercer from LA and I couldn't pass up the opportunity so I did what I always do and made a very rash decision to like just jump in and get my uh, septum pierced so you or, don't um, yeah is that septum what is this thing called yeah, yeah septum cool it, yeah. yeah that's your nose that's my nose yeah but no um, <laughs> uh, so you don't have any tattoos right no tattoos. All right. So, did you feel any sort of rush or any addictive like, oh man, I kind of dig so, this? So, so as someone got... someone that's like very aware of my ADHD and my propensity to like get obsessed with stuff, I kind of felt that because like they have a lot of they do a lot of interesting piercings and like I was looking yeah. at posters of like piercings like in spots and ears where like I you, you usually don't see it. I'm like, oh, I kind of want that, I want that. But you should get a Prince Albert next. Yeah, that sounds great, dude. Um, but that's more for you than me. <laughs> What's the Prince Albert? Then <laughs> they stick in the um, your urethra and come ooh. out the bottom of your cock. Oh, is that the name of the podcast? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so uh, Barcada, real quick. Yeah, I want to talk. So your menu kind of bounces around um, a little bit. You know, you're talking about how you're influenced by a lot of things. I want this is something we talk a lot about on the podcast is being authentic, and I also want to touch on this with you, uh, Stefano. Um, with kind of doing so many fun, crazy things on your menu, um, how important is it to stay authentic? And like, how do you find that um, line where you can kind of just do whatever you want to do at your restaurant? I think as as long as you're authentically yourself, hundred percent, yeah. Then then that's what the, how the food's going to come out to be. I love it. You yeah, know? cool. You mm. answered the question. There you go. Next yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stefano, um, I, I feel like you know with with euros, it could be a very gatekeeping kind of thing. Um, 
you know, like we we talked about this before. There's a couple places that use those fucking gross strips and like cook them on the right, flat top. Right. And like, I love gross food. Like, I love microwave White Castle burgers and stuff. But like, that's one thing I can't get behind. Um, what it? What it's wait? Um, you know, it's like like, like instead strips, of instead of doing like it off the cone. Oh, I got you. you they, like, yeah. yeah, you mean taking shortcuts? Taking shortcuts, yes. which I think are sometimes are fine, but I think with a gyro or like El Pastor or whatever, it's got to be the cone. Um, you know how how like are any of the dishes you do off the truck like you know the breakfast stuff or the fr- like are gyro fries uh, something you can get like or is that something you guys kind of? It's kind of like a kind of Americanized twist on. You know, fries. Yeah, yeah. So sure. it's kind of like a poutine or something. And is know, that like fries. a big deal for you, like to to kind of create your own things? Do you ever get pushback uh, for that? Yeah, I like taking original stuff and kind of twisting it a little bit. You know, just to kind of give my own touch on it. I will much, say, like, you know? I don't, I don't know if this is insulting to you, but I feel like your food's a little bit like Mexican food, where you have like fifty right. different items, but it's right. all like kind of like different things in different right, orders. Right, right. Um, but no, we just like to give people options so sure. it's pretty much you got all these options and you can kind of mix and match you know you can match stuff up here and there you want the salad or you want the gyro or do you want fries you yeah. know it's, we're trying to kind of you know cater to all you know vegans sure, yeah. vegetarians yeah. meat eaters you know like so if you got it you'll make it I wanna, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna jump yeah. on your truck. I wanna create my own dish. I, I'm gonna look around and move for You know, we're down for that. Because <laughs> we, we did, we're doing a special this week. We're doing like a, a steak gyro with oh, chimichurri yeah. on it. Oh, yum. You know? yeah. So All we're right. doing that. Save we, me one. we try to do that like more when it gets slower. Sure, yeah. You Get know? a little more and creative. Yeah. I've been yeah. like. We did a Cubano last week. That was really good. Oh, Cubano fuck yeah. Gyro. yeah oh, that's shit. shit. That does sound good. Yeah, I keep on. I keep on saying like now that it's winter, I want to start trying like like some duck cutus and I might do a short herb one. Um, yeah. You have a very beautiful staff, uh, you, and you have a unique situation. What's um you work? Who who all works on your truck? So basically, it's myself and I got my partner Janessa, which she's hands down one of the best cooks, chefs I've worked with in the industry, and she knows how to throw it down. Where where did, did you work somewhere before this? So, uh, yeah, we uh, basically, I was working, working at Bon Appetit at the time, and she was working at uh, the Culture Kitchen with uh, Wolfgang Puck. Oh, okay. There at the, yeah. uh, at uh, the Mopop. Uh, Mopop, now. yeah. They carried yeah. Uh, uh, Ballyhoo for a while. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of like where we kind of connected. You know, we oh, did a couple cool. events yeah. together and stuff. So, yeah. And, yeah. and that's how you met romantically? Yeah, you know. Yeah, cool. And then, and then, so you you guys start dating. Then you're like, "Hey, I'm doing a food truck. You want to work here?" Yeah, we basically both were just like, you know, we're tired of our jobs. She was complaining. You know, I was kind of annoyed. You know, and then I was like, you know, let me just try doing this. So she kind of pushed me, and I'm like, okay, let me take these steps. You know, and then I was like thinking about, okay, how am I gonna get the money? You know, and all that stuff. So I basically started from scratch, used my own kind of collateral, and then you know, created the food truck from that so it's just what what is it like working with your partner and seeing her nonstop? Uh, you know i i like it but then <laughs> you know she gets annoyed you know so it's kind of like <laughs> you know i have to step out of the way sometimes she's just like get out of here and i'm like okay cool but you know space yeah you know it gets to that point where you you, you need your space. you live together you work together yeah, yeah you, you know, know so you, you if you give each other your space your each other's space you know i think that's what helps right you know a lot it's I a mean, big food truck you can go in your corner and yeah <laughs> but you know even after that you yeah, know like when you yeah, get yeah. home from work yeah. you want to try to leave work at home totally yeah. you know and not try to work too much back home you know for sure 
Yeah, you know? I gotta it's say, a like, tough balance, you know. Totally, it's learn. It's a learning thing. I um, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah my uh, so we 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 had a fun Halloween weekend. Um, on Friday we went to the EDM show Boo, which is like a you dress up in costumes oh, man, and, that, and that, it's because you like EDM too, oh, right? Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a blast. Ha, have you ever been to Boo? No, uh, it's been. it's it's a lot of fun. It's at the one with the, the freak nights. You yeah, know, yeah, way yeah, back in the day, you know. Well, but before everybody started dying, yeah, right. I was before that. Yeah, way yeah. before that. Um, but but yeah, combining studios way down, down south, you know. <laughs> but combining EDM and Halloween is one of my favorite things. Um, so yeah, a lot of fun. And then we had a Halloween party um, on Saturday night, uh, and and so Ariana made pizzas, and she sometimes works with me on the car. Like for here's a great example, um, Fremont Market. Um, they sent an email saying like, "Hey, dress your cart up or dress up your food truck or whatever for Halloween, and we're gonna have it like you know we'll, we'll make it very themed." And I was the only one that got that memo, and I was the only one that went. Well, sorry, dude, Ariana, yeah, your car looked great. So, so I, awesome. I, um, <laughs> I know. I was I like, was "There's impressed. no way I, I can't win this." So I told Ariana, you had I'm like, to have won that. Well, no, I did, but I'm saying okay, I, I was gonna <laughs> say. before when I assumed that everyone else was gonna be like going ham too. I was like, honey, I'm going to set up the cart. I need you to wake up. Pull. We have like eight different kind of scenes here. So we have a clown one. We have like a doll one and blah, 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 zombies, whatever. I was like, pick one of the scenes, pull as much as you can in your car, and like let's set it up. So she picked clowns, and she gets there like an hour early. She's setting it up, hanging banners and dead clowns and all this shit. Awesome. And then I'm like, fuck yeah, I feel pretty good about it. I think we can win. And then I walked around, not a uh, like not a single like some people have like a banner or whatever. I'm like, oh we my had, god, like, I could have like string of like could have brought one. I could have brought one. Cloud. We didn't have nothing. And then I realized when I'm like leaving, I'm like shutting down. I go, wait a minute, like my truck is pretty full. Like she was gone, she had to go do other shit. I'm like, god, and I got to stuff a bunch of clowns in my truck. <laughs> but I, I won, so that was cool. It was great. Uh, yeah, it was great. I get um uh. I, I got I gotta give a shout out to a, a food truck I had this week. Um, you know, one thing I can't stand is fucking gatekeeping and one of the worst gatekeeping things is New York pizza. Like I feel like people from New York, like they're you know, a lot of people talk shit about Seattle pizza and you know, whatever. But like, um I, I tried this food truck, Oscar's pizza. You ever tried Oscar's? Yep. Holy Oscar's shit. Like very like they were at Slays right by my house and like my my daughter was like, Oh, I want pizza and I was actually driving to go somewhere else and I was like, Oh, fuck it. Like fucking games changer and um, yeah. Like I I dated a girl in New York a long long time ago and I spent some time in New York and and uh, yeah, kind of remind me of like very authentic New York style pizza. So okay, if you're one yeah, of those big people, slices, yeah. yeah, big slices and you know uh, before the water thing was disproven, <laughs> like you know. But anyway, but uh, but Oscar's Pizza, fucking great job. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, I had something weird happen. Um, I've been like ever since the pandemic. Since I opened during the pandemic, I went compostable silverware and uh, mm. plates because I just thought it was safer. And uh, but recently, since you know we've been out of it for a, a minute, um, I started looking at some nice plates and they're for, for a buckshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, plates and silverware fairly expensive, especially if you like nice shit. And uh, so I've been in my cart. I'm just like, well, you know, when I got the extra money, I'll I'll pull the trigger on this. Some lady walks in from King County, and she goes, "Hi, uh, my name's such and such, and King County's giving out money, like grants, to uh, stop the disposable plates and uh, silverware going into the landfills. Would you Ooh. be interested in that?" Ooh. And and I was like, 
check this out. And I showed her like my cart on yeah. like the Webstaurant <laughs> website. Yeah. I'm like, I literally have all this shit in my cart and I just like, I don't really feel comfortable spending the money on it yeah. right now. She's like, well, King County will give you $500 and then uh, we'll also buy like, uh, well, we got money set aside to upgrade your dishwasher to make sure like, um, you know, you get your plate sanitized, yeah, uh, nice. silverware, things to run through. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm definitely interested. Dude, it took like 24 hours and I was approved. No Ooh, shit. Nice. What like, kind of stuff do you have to answer? Like, what's the chance of working in Seattle? Seattle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was pretty much just like, here's my cost on my disposable stuff. Yeah. So this is the money I'll save. This is how much I go through. And that way they can kind of show in their program, like, yeah. this is how much we stopped from going in the landfill. And yeah. Nice. So I just wanted to share that with everybody in cool. case and, you're and they, in the okay. same boat. You um, guys got to sign up ASAP. Yeah, how do you yeah, how do you how do you find out? Do you have a can you send me the thing? I have a flyer and we'll post it. Love it. Love it. Well, cuz you you I know you switched to a lot of to go stuff and um I don't know, would you be interested in or do you have you have real plates at the restaurant that you do to go or Uh we do to go, but we're on at the restaurant you eat on all compostable, so that yeah. would be Yeah, cool. That's what I've been using and compostable yeah. is, you know, it makes you feel a little bit better, but, but it, it still ends up in the landfill. Really go there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So every time we I ask too, my yeah. cooks I'm like we're doing all this effort, paying this extra money for this different different types of products, straws and all that. And sometimes those straws and uh, such are even worse for the compostables. Right. They act like a filter. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like the whole mislabeling of organic or or anything else. It's yeah. like, yeah, it may be compostable, but it doesn't mean it's going to compost in your lifetime or your kids. Right. It's just going to compost at some fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> and right. So, uh, right. yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny story about Barcada. Um, I uh, had eaten there before. And um, I took my kids there, and I remember really loving it. Um, right, I think like yeah, it must have been like right when you opened. And I remember you wow. had kids meals. Yeah, and I remember like being really impressed because like they were dirt cheap. They're like five bucks or something like that. And they came with the um, the yogurt drink. Uh, what are those things called? Uh, Yogurt. Yeah, and like the, my kids got obsessed <laughs> because of you because of those. So thanks for that. Um, and then I remember like a couple years later, like my buddy Stephen Ono was like, hey, uh, he called me. He's like, hey, like I'm gonna go out to lunch. Like, and he's like, you want to go? I was like. He's like, uh, Barcada, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, yeah, and I love that place. And I'm like, I'm going to bring my, now, This is, I'm bringing Lily there. This is quarantine, so she's probably, like, just turning one. I'm like, but, you know, and I was kind of careful then to not take her to, um, to like, you know, crazier places. And but I was like, okay, I know they have a kid's meal, so I don't feel bad about taking her there. There was, I remember there was outdoor seating, and it wasn't like, it didn't feel like a fine dining restaurant. And then so Ono picks me up, and we go there, and then we get there, and, um, it wasn't Barcada. It was Bar Dojo. He just said it really fast. <laughs> and so I had to go in with my one year old to. You, you've been to Bar Dojo, right? No, not yet. You, you've been. It's like, it's not I've like. Been to Bar Dojo. Um, it's not like super upscale, but it's like, it's a nice fucking place. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember just like, this was quarantine. So they had like the sheets separating the tables. And like, my one year old decided to be like a one year old that day. So like, there's this like avocado rice flying through the sheets. And I was like, oh my God. I, <laughs> nice. really, wish, I really wish I was at Barcada right now. <laughs> Did you get hit with that with that $50 surcharge? Oh, shit. Oh, you see hey, that transition? Okay. Um, this is so funny. I yeah. On Monday mornings, <laughs> I, I wake up and I write down everything we need to talk about. And we've talked about everything I want to talk about. Cross everything out. But on the bottom here, I wrote 50 kids. And I could not remember what the fuck that meant. I go, 50 kids? What the fuck am I doing? Is this a 50-cent thing? Is he doing a charity? So thank you for reminding me. What what happened here? There's some guy somewhere uh, at 
there's an article going around about a restaurant owner that is, um, if your kids misbehave, he gives he adds a fifty dollars surcharge onto your check. <laughs> Bad parenting. <laughs> <laughs> what um? How do you you? I forgot who has. Do you guys? You have kids. I have one kid. And how old is your kid? Six. And how do you feel about this? As a parent <laughs> and a restaurant owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I got that surcharge, you know, I'll be I, washing dishes for yeah, sure. Yeah, I would. I, I, <laughs> maybe have your kid wash the dishes. I think. Yeah. I think at that point, you just don't allow kids in your restaurant because, like, no one's gonna take that kindly. No one's gonna be like, like, oh, you're doing is fucking the server. Because if I got a fifty dollars surcharge, I am one hundred percent not tipping. I am fucking <laughs> right. Like, like yes. there's no way if you're saying my kids are shitty, like. <laughs> And well, what, I'm, what, what, I'm, what if they are? Dude, I, as someone, like, first of all, like, everyone thinks their kid is the most beautiful kid in the world. Everyone thinks, like, everyone does, you know, and, like, I've seen some kids that are ugly as shit, but, like, you know. Dude, they're, most, they're, most parents and kids are on point. I'd say 99.9. There's that 1% out there, you know, that 0.1% out there that you're just like, really? I disagree. Yeah, I think at like, a certain happened? age, like, like, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, in tune with, um, being polite at restaurants, I've been, a, you know, we worked there, and so we're the kind of people well, that I feel stack like up our own industry plates. Industry people, kids act differently because you sure yeah, because you, know, you teach yeah. them. Hey, yeah. right. when, yes, when your you server do. comes over, you, you you look them in the eye, you tell them what you want. Yeah, but I'm talking about like as a one year old, like there's always so much you can do, you know. Yeah, so so I don't know. I don't That's love it. Don't I, think, I think <laughs> I think I here, here's I saw another thing like this where it's like here's the house rules of the restaurant, like no splitting checks, no blah 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 blah. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're still in the fucking hospitality industry. And I don't, I, I, I'm going to be honest, like, it puts me off. Like, if I walk to a restaurant and they're like, hey, you're on watch, like, no, I want to come to a restaurant, feel relaxed and fucking have a good time. And, like, no, if I fuck up a little bit, I'm not, like, fucking ruining someone's day, you know? Yeah, like, just, just, just walking around, uh, Snoqualmie, there's, I, I see signs that say, like, you know, Make sure your kids sit in their chairs yeah. and you know aren't running around and stuff like that. And that kind of you know it's an outdoor patio setting, yeah, yeah. so you're kind of like, God, where where is the line in this? Like you know, because because kids running around is brings joy and happiness to not only the <laughs> right. kids, but it's fun to watch kids have fun. No doubt. I mean, I you are it's fun. Down down <laughs> it's fun we to watch serving, kids have right? fun. Yeah, yeah. Here That's the serving, title, right? <clears throat> That's it comes down to the service, yeah, yeah and yeah. how they can come and look at that situation and do it gracefully right uh, yeah that's one of the biggest service you know as far as service standards go you're gonna totally. want them to feel welcome you not insulted that, you know? by a surcharge yeah you know? you know i think i think canvas puts it great where there's like hey like you know on their thing they're like do you allow children it's like we allow well-behaved children you know and yeah leave it at that um but yeah i don't know like I always wondered how. how I don't, I don't like feeling that. like I have to walk on eggshells when I go into a restaurant, no. and that's what that mm-hmm. makes me feel like. I think. Um, I think the line is like I remember serving brunch and like dealing with some shitty kids, like because like brunch is just where the shittiest of shit. Do you guys do brunch at all? Uh, you, we you, used to. And, <laughs> 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 but, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but brunch brings out the worst of people. They're tired. They're hungover. Whatever. And like I remember dealing with some kids going like, oh, like just picking up a knife like a hundred times that's been thrown down. And oh, but that's God. the fucking job, man. Like sometimes yeah. you're gonna have to deal with allergies. Sometimes you're gonna have to deal with kids. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of service. You know, and and reading that book. Um, you know, uh. uh uh, unreasonable, un- unreasonable hospitality, and you were you were reading another book you were telling about. I'm reading the Omnivore's Dilemma right now. What's uh, what's that about? It's about how unhealthy Americans are. 
Um, and, and, I, and who you were talking about this for this, I'm like, what are you talking about? Why well, I'm drinking a bubble tea, a uh, Snapple tea, and a donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just kind of like how uh, other cultures can, you know, you got the French eating triple cream brie and, and all this pasta and butter, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they look great. Yeah. And then you look at America and, you know, we're, we're an un- unhealthy population riding all these new diets. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, like we know what we're talking about. And, and we don't. <laughs> And so it's it's you know I, I think the book won a James Beard award but okay. I I just started it and he's following like a an ear of corn and eventually this ear of corn is going to be eaten in a car going sixty miles per hour in Marin, Marin County California yeah. out of a something that fits in a cup holder right like a frozen burrito yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so it's just kind of like what what are we doing when you know like the question of what's for dinner tonight used to be as simple as walking out into the field you're closest to. And now it's we just have so many choices and all of them are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um yeah, well please keep us updated. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like I would I'd be interested to see what their answer is or like how do we change? Like um I know I don't have the answer because I love Flaming Hot Cheetos. So Well there's a uh, there's actually a show on Netflix that I enjoyed called uh Living to Hundred of the Blue Zones. Um I do not want to live to 100. I do not but, want to live to 100. Uh, Fuck that. But, but it's, really, <laughs> it's really interesting. And, um, a, lot of, a lot of it, love living uh, to a, an age like that has to do with your diet and your activity and the mm-hmm. culture that you're surrounded. You know, it, it goes to like Okanagawa, Japan, where um, the diet is what grows there. And these elders are very active in the community. Mm-hmm. They, they play games, keeps their brains firing. And, um, yeah, they're not just forgotten about and mm-hmm. put aside like a lot of elders in our community are. Sure. And mm-hmm. um, and then it bounces around the globe like that. And so diet has a lot to do. And, oh, they uh, it's also – so we took away everything when we built these cities. Like there's no sidewalks on the freeways. Right. Mm-hmm. People used to walk everywhere, sure. and that kept people healthy. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we kind of took yeah. all that away. Yeah, But it's it's a very experimental type. They try to do it to an American town and check it out, see if it works. Hmm. I got to say, you know, I have one of the most unhealthy lifestyles. Like, I, I smoke a lot of weed. I eat a lot of shitty food. I love chocolate. I love candy. However, I keep on wondering why. Like, and I work out once a week. Um, but, like, I keep on wondering why I'm not dying. And I wonder it's because of these crazy 14-hour shifts that I work like four 14 hour shifts if it's just like standing up for that long it's just like it's it's battling the the shitty eating habits hard hard work will keep you yeah. healthy and it keeps alive. you young yeah it keeps you young can you imagine if i just <laughs> 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 all right cool um let's see uh uh you remind me of something but i forgot what it was um well cool uh, well, before we get out of here, uh, anything you want to plug? Anything, what's going on at Barcada? What I feel like we didn't really get a chance to talk about your restaurant too much, but um, what what do you want to tell the people? What kind of what uh one what kind of fun events do you have coming up, and two um you know why should people come to your restaurant? Uh, Barcada is going to be crazy during the holidays. Um, usually we get a lot of people from uh that are out of town coming back to visit Edmonds. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, we're blowing it up with all kinds of Christmas decorations this oh, year. Oh, nice! So cool. it's going to be like Christmas threw up in the restaurant. Fuck yeah! So hopefully we do, get some. Do, do you play uh, Christmas music too? 
I don't know. Yeah, the don't, whole do, time. don't do it. Probably don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Maybe run DMC. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. Holiday, yeah. but yeah. That's um at the at the Fremont Market yesterday. I, I stopped by. My friend Heather was making cupcakes at um Dreamland because they were doing like a dog thing, like a dog costume contest, and they they changed it to Screamland. And I walked through, and they they do it up with a bunch of Halloween decorations. Cool. Um, which I love that. Like, yeah. like I'm. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not a big Christmas guy. I'm honestly more of a Halloween guy. But thank you for taking the time to be creative and putting a little fun into your uh, to your restaurant. Um, I love Edmonds, man. Um, it's it's so fun. What are, what are some of your favorite spots up in Edmonds? Uh, I've been going to this place called Rise and Shine Bakery. Yeah, okay. Um, it's on 99, but mm. in the Edmonds area, and it's like this new Vietnamese bakery Ooh. place. It is fire. What, what kind of stuff nice. do you get there? I had this the uh, the Bun Bo Way. What's that? It's like that spicy noodle soup. It's like it's. If uh, had like a more delicious baby, it'd be that one. Yeah. <laughs> a more delicious baby. Yeah, that's Spicy, the name of the. Fire. <laughs> that's the name of the. <laughs> more delicious baby. Uh, um, and I'm also working on uh, the Ivy Seattle. It is uh, in Ballard on 56 and 17th. Uh, we're supposed to open maybe mid November. I'm, I'm sorry. What what is this? It's called the Ivy Seattle. This it's is a new, new restaurant. New restaurant. We're uh, another brick and mortar. That Barcada group you guys are doing. Yeah, I'm uh, um, I, I, I'm partnering up with yeah. uh, Eric L on this um, this space. So yeah. uh, me and him are I'm doing the kitchen and the food side of things, and he's doing the decoration. Fifty six and seventeen. <laughs> Wait, is that um, marketing? What and, was there before? Is that um, you know, uh, it was nothing before. I think it was a parking lot. Okay, um, tell well, us the concept. What's the food? What's the what's the vibe of it? Uh, it's the East meets West concept again. You know, uh, new American bar. It's gonna be twenty one and over. Okay, um, and then just some nods to mine and Eric's heritage. He's Cambodian, so oh, we're gonna have cool. Some, some little nods there. Nice. But can, yeah. can you give us a, like how different is it gonna be from the Barcada menu? Very different. Yeah, yeah. This place is gonna have plates. Cool. Yeah, yeah. what you originally yeah. wanted, yeah. <laughs> servers and all that. Yeah. And so you know, uh, yeah, my concept of Barcada is it's gonna change. It's gonna stay the same. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, how does it feel to jump into a new thing? Like, what? what this is gonna be your second thing. Second. Yeah. So, second so why, project. So after seven years, um, why now? How do you feel? Are you excited? I'm super Have excited. You learned a lot for of it. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I learned a lot of stuff on the first project, and now with the second one, it's like um, now I'm learning uh, how to work with partners, um, where you know, and it's. There's a lot of pros and cons with sure, that, yeah. you know. Um, and complicated. Yeah, because when you're by yourself, it's like fuck. This is I can do my, whatever I want. I can do yeah. whatever the hell I want. Yep, you know, yeah. I can, I'm creating the hours. I'm creating the menu and all that. And um, uh, this is we're working with people. So patience, patience. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> you know, if you are, but it's good to have the help because sometimes totally, like, like he can do that and I can do this and we yeah. can kind of split and come back around. Yeah, it becomes uh, overwhelming at times when it's, you're it's doing it by yourself. For sure. Oh yeah, so it's great to have partners. Yeah, I um. Yeah, there's like I'm not a paperwork guy. It it crumbles me. Like yeah. if I have to do any kind of paperwork, any kind of tax stuff, like it makes me want to go into tears. I will push it off as far as I can. So if I ever did something like I'd kind of like a partner for that, but then like you know my first experience with a partner was really bad. Like I started a company. He was kind of a, like a silent money guy. Yeah. And then he decided like he didn't want to do it anymore, and like it really fucked my shit up. So, um, you know, pros and cons. If if uh, if you're thinking about starting things, like I would, I just recommend talking to other people. See, you know, see how. The relationship can be for you because it can be an amazing thing. Um, I've seen I've seen great partnerships work out, um, but that's really exciting. What, one more time, the name of it, the Ivy Seattle. What? What? Why the Ivy Seattle? Um, that was his idea. That was, that was his idea. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the name? <laughs> You're like, oh shit! Uh, it's, <laughs> oh shit! Okay. I like it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, but does it mean anything? Is it is it a nod to anything or? 
I don't know. I have to ask. All him. right, cool. Yeah, we're not open yet. How, how about um, <laughs> when, when are you? He's like, give me some time. Man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the fucking menu, dude. Um, uh, and uh, when are you targeting to open? Uh, before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, we're shit. getting close. Oh wow, yeah. So it's coming up. Um, cool. Real Send close. me an invite. So I will. Keep, I, will, I, will. Uh, I will fucking love to. That's yeah. That's the hood. I yeah. can go that far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in Ballard. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome, man. Well, um, it's been a minute since I've been to Barcada, but I gotta fucking get back because uh, I remember it's, it's one of my one of my favorites. Um, I just gotta. I just wanna go up to Edmonds and like eat everything. We should. Thank we should you. just spend the day up there after a podcast, and just try like. A dish people love we'll when you start, do that, when you get yeah. one dish from a restaurant. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I hit, yeah, hit, no. try to try to hit as many as we can. Just take a bunch of edibles, we'll stay hungry. And yeah, that sounds like a great <laughs> time. I'm right one, there, just give me a call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one of these days, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about how sick I got <laughs> and a reputable restaurant's you patio. Did, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I after eating yeah. an edible, so no, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, okay, we're, and oh, we're gonna do a new thing where we're gonna start asking our guests. What their favorite restaurant to eat at of all time is. So we're gonna close with that in a second. Um, Stefano, what's new yes, and exciting? What, what any specials coming up? Any expansion ideas? Would you do you want to do a restaurant now that you're in the food truck thing? Now that you've done both, um, any any desire to do a restaurant? You know, I'd like to do a restaurant in the future, but yeah, I I want to set it up properly. Yep. You know, um, I'm thinking more of kind of like a smaller, you know, scale. Yeah. More of kind of like a how do you call it? Um, reservation only. Okay. Yeah. I, feel, of, oh, I wow. feel like you're okay. a patient man with a plan. Yeah. You know. You know. Take your time. Yeah. You man. know. But I mean, at, at this it. point, you know, we're we're just kind of expand Theo Zeros, maybe one other truck. Okay. Cool. You yeah. Know? And then um, definitely want to open up something uh, that my partner Janessa wanted to try to do some kind of Filipino cool. twist. Yeah. Uh, food. Because she's she's Filipino. Yeah. 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 So. Well, I've never had her Filipino food. What does she make? Uh, you know, she makes it all. We please I mean, have her next adobo, time. Can you? Can you? Pense, yeah. you know, lumpias. I mean, oh, you should take her to Barcada. I know. That's why I, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going. What time do you guys open? Next, I forgot. Eleven. Next move. Eleven till eight. eight every day or uh, f- five days a week. Five days a week. Yeah, that's cool. definitely our next move for sure. She would love it. Fuck so, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Like, what? Do, what do you think is like as someone that's worked in restaurants and done food trucks? Um, right now, you like the food truck better. I just, uh, for me, I just like food trucks because you're moving around. Yeah, you're not. You don't you, feel you, like you're stuck you're never bored. in the box. Yeah. Yeah. You're like coming to the same box every yeah. day. That's how yeah. I kind of was just growing up. Yeah, but um, you know, I wouldn't mind moving back into a restaurant. I love doing that kind of fine dining yeah. more style. You know, or sit down. You know, it's fun. I I love the the mobile. Life. I've been doing it last fifteen yeah, years. I yeah. do love seeing new shit. I love the fact I can take off whenever I want. However, yes. for now that I'm forty one, it's the setup and the breakdown that's fucking killing me. Yeah, I mean it's tough it's, when it's you get tough. older. Like and to then be able weather. to come in and just turn on the lights and turn on the fryers, like sounds right. pretty dope. Right. But then you have a whole nother fucking Pandora's box of troubles of broken bathrooms and fucking hoods not working. Whatever. No doubt. Um, yes. No my doubt. place is similar. My place is basically an indoor food truck. See, you that's know? what I want. We yes. run it that's like awesome. an indoor that's food That's awesome. Truck. That's kind of how I set up my spot, too. Yeah. Just because it... You know, I, the world's so crazy, man. I want to yeah. be prepared for the next like oh Pandemic. shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I'm I'm not gonna go back to normalcy because I don't think it's. I gotta say, I don't that, think it's going to happen. Yeah, that pandemic. Yeah, we're we're now ready to shoot from the. It's hip, got me know? on yeah. my yeah. fucking toes, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to be. Um, that's, <laughs> all right, so let's close it out. Um, I'll, I'll start with Stefano. What is your favorite restaurant that you've man, ever eaten? I don't really have a favorites. That's that's my deal. 
All right. Then, um, um, well, we didn't really ask you. So recently, I think you know it was Musang. Yeah, we, we went over to Musang and yeah. tried it for the first time. It was really good. Everything. I love how it yeah. was kind of like a home feel when you walk yeah. in, and yeah. then they got that kitchen building. just kind of bustling right yeah. there by the tables, which is sweet. Yeah. Know? So I thought it was, it yeah. was great. Musang's Musang's amazing. Yeah. Um, cool, Brian. I think I already said it. Uh, Rise and Shine Bakery. That, that's your yeah. That's your favorite. Man, that's Go. my style. Fuck yeah. Know? And yeah. like food trucks, and we've been talking like this. Like I think, you know, everything's so much more fast paced. I don't have time to go sit down and like for three hours and have totally. like a, um, you know, if I'm if I'm committed to that experience, yeah. yeah. But if I can just go grab something, yeah, you know, then that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But they do they do all their own bake, um, all their own breads, and um, they do savory and they do, uh, you know, like, sweets. Oh fuck yeah! And then um, and then they do, you know, food and sandwiches out of those uh, out of their well, bread. bread. Okay. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, we we talked about um, Ben's breads. Uh, you know, one of the uh, former guests where like I had a sandwich and like that first bite. You're just not expecting it, but like you took the first bite of like fresh break be- bread and a bomb ass sandwich. Like that combination is fucking yeah. deadly, oh, yeah. man. It's it's uh fuck yeah. Well, um uh uh, I'm I'm just happy we got to uh to to connect again. It's so funny how small this world is. The fact that like you're doing the Euro for um for fucking secret kanji and you guys you two work together. I, I fucking love this industry. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. fun um, <laughs> well, so yeah. So to recap, if you have ideas for the best of list, like let's get creative. Like um we can put like best bathroom or fucking anything. Just just shoot me a bunch of lists and we'll try to work on it this week. Um if you're interested in sponsoring the plaque program, I don't know. It'd probably be like if we did 25 things. I'm plaque is like five bucks so i don't know whatever that math equals out um if if you want to sponsor us let us know um cool uh stefano um i fucking love working with you every week like it's it's always like uh being a one-man show is tough i'm not a mechanical guy you fixed my fucking sink before like um you're savage though you're out there (laughs) chopping it up thanks man (laughs) but like you know me and dave talk about like early days of street food used to be very everyone's a homie like how can we help each other find new locations and then uh, we you know azels came in (laughs) some food trucks came in and just it stopped being fun it became kind of was it azels or oprah (laughs) <laughs> it's um you know it, it's uh you know I'm sure you tag Oprah in this. yeah right um <laughs> but but yeah and and but you still have that old school feeling like um my i always say my favorite thing about doing the free market is like yeah i gotta keep my own money and do my own thing but i have the best fucking co-workers in the world and, and you're right. one of them um so thanks for thanks for doing that for brian I, I wish i wish you could have done the wu-tang dinner but <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe next one next um, one I'm but in. uh but yeah uh thanks thanks Let for making know. amazing food and and um i'm looking forward to seeing some of your pop-ups and um and and thanks for what you said earlier like um i got attacked again on instagram about you know not being authentic and i've been kind of just poking fun at it but like i think that's what it is like oh i'm, I'm coming out with kutu shirts i don't know if i talked about this last week yes. but my kutu shirts are gonna did i say it did no I, oh so the shirts are gonna say kutu more authentic than the original just to fucking piss off these assholes. Yes. Um, but yeah, because like I don't care about being authentic. Like I like yeah. I want to make the most delicious food I can. And I think what you said earlier, just being authentic to yourself, is the most important thing you can do. So um, thank you for that. Um, all right, we got we have a lot of great names for this podcast. We'll see how you got your work in front well, of you, Sid. Guys, um, oh, it's a pleasure. Ooh. I was expecting that. Everybody have a happy Halloween out there. Happy Halloween. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Seattle podcast. Y'all suck at this. Seattle Seattle restaurant podcast, (laughs) motherfuckers. Happy Halloween. Love you guys. Be nice to each other. Bye. Peace.